Are you ready for the raw truth about the creative industry? Then stay tuned to level up your business with the tips and tricks straight from the experts. Hey, this is Natalia Frickman. And this is Helen Oliveira. Welcome to the Bend It Hard Podcast. In today's episode, we will talk with Dr. Tiana from Healthy Being Wellness, a local chiropractor, Reiki practitioner, and self-care advocate. She has many patients in the creative industry and is going to share her expertise and the importance of self-care in our field. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience. Um, so, hi guys, I'm Dr. Tiana. My goal in practice is to help uh, women, especially in their families, uh, work on meeting their health and wellness goals. That's kind of the main, my main basis. And so we work together on um, kind of processing through physical, mental, and chemical aspects of a healthy lifestyle. So I've been in practice for nine years now, um, taking care of families, everybody from babies minutes old um, to pregnant women, um, young children, um, teenagers, which are always super fun. <laughs> Nobody rolls their eyes better than teenagers. <laughs> um, and then people into the well-lived years. So um, I graduated from Life University as a chiropractor, and my focus has always been on working with um young families. Awesome. Why is it important to have chiropractic work done as a photographer? Um, so photographers actually put their body through quite a bit of physical labor. Um, so it's a really important to kind of undo the stress that you guys put yourself in. Because <laughs> you're, you know, you're constantly moving, you're changing positions, working around clients and all that. So, and especially now when, um, everything that's going on in the world, kind of having to make sure that you're keeping the right distance away and all that. Yeah. So making sure that we help take that stress away from the body and also doing things that, you know, help you relieve stress in every way possible. Mm. Yeah. We definitely have like 12 hour days where we're just on our feet the whole time. So, right. So between like the days that you have sessions and you, you know, you do have the long hours, Plus mm. all those fun hours editing right? on the computer, <laughs> sitting <laughs> behind the over. Right, sitting behind the computer. Um, you know, our posture, special. <laughs> our posture <laughs> definitely changes after we've been in front of the computer for a long time. Yeah. So um, Natalia definitely knows that we talk yeah. about ergonomics <laughs> and making sure things are positioned the way. Because besides just getting an adjustment itself, we also talk about what are some things you can incorporate incorporate into everyday life to help those adjustments last longer. Oh, okay. Um, so we do talk about ergonomics and posture and, um, you know, healthy nutrition mm -hmm. and hydration and exercise. All of those <laughs> other stuff fun we things. Love. <laughs> but also she has actually helped me decide if I should uh, buy a new laptop or a desktop <laughs> oh. based on wellness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it does make a, you know, it definitely makes a difference when we were talking about that. Um, you know, having the right ergonomic setup when you're, you know, when you're spending hours, mm -hmm. countless hours in front of a computer makes a huge difference in how our body is responding, how, you know, and taking yeah. care of it. So, 
So did you go with the desktop? Desktop. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a laptop, but I raise it up. Like I have it propped up. Okay. So the question I always ask is, if you are on a laptop, do you have a separate mouse and keyboard? Yes. Okay, great. Yay. Yay. But that's when I work at start. my desk. <laughs> right. So that's the other yeah. thing. I feel like it's, with a laptop especially, it's so easy to kind of... Take it to the couch or whatever. Right. Or kind of fun <laughs> spot to plop on. Yeah. And then... Um, I mean, I do the same thing. Like yeah. last night I was in front of, I was on a couch in front of the TV and I was doing some work. And after a while I was like, I better practice what I preach. Let me like, <laughs> sit upright and all of that. Yeah. So we do, um, we do talk about those kinds of things to, um, make sure we kind of enhance what we're doing here in practice. Okay, so. good. So how would you personalize um, your practice to help those in the creative industry? So one of the things that I do, and I've done this especially with photographers, I will kind of ask them and have them walk me through what their a day would look like. So it's like, okay, uh, like one of, my, one of my patients is a boudoir photographer. So she has specific things that she does in her studio. So we kind of make sure that what she's doing um, we can kind of work on those things when she's here in the practice. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of photographers, especially, tend to shoot with one arm and support the camera in the other one. Yeah. So we kind of talk about, okay, what are some things to you know look for and all of that. So with anybody that, even though photographers are creative in the creative field, you guys still do a really physical job. So mm -hmm. we kind of go through like, okay, what, what are the things that you do with your body so we can work on those things? Um, That's awesome. That's very... In terms of, you know, adjustments and stuff. Yeah, personalized. <laughs> so is there specific parts of the body that you focus more on than you would on maybe a different person with a different profession? Yeah, so um, I would definitely focus a lot of energy on, um, like, working on extremities. So arms, shoulders, um, elbows, wrists, and all the... Because you guys kind of spend a lot of time with heavy equipment and you know moving around in certain ways yeah. so a question i have is have you seen those double harness where you carry a camera one in each side yep is that actually helpful in any way or is just like i don't know placebo you know just think it helps but. well i mean just like with anything else that we do you definitely want to keep you know, the goal is to keep the body as symmetrical as possible. Um, so having a harness with, you know, similar weight distributed on each side is actually easier versus putting more weight, like with a single one, on one side. putting more weight or on one side. Or just around the neck and stuff, right? So. Right. Definitely want to avoid <laughs> Definitely want to avoid that. Yeah. I do, I mean, it's kind of cool um, to see those kinds of new um accessories i guess mm -hmm. where the goal is to kind of keep you as because the goal of it really is to help distribute the weight so you're able to keep up with the posture so yeah awesome. um is there any like pain or injuries that's typical for photographers or other creatives wrists that's the wrist. probably the biggest one um i don't know like how much does a camera weigh 
I don't depends on the camera. DSLR <laughs> with a seven seventy two hundred oh, lens. Maybe <laughs> like fifteen pounds. No, I'm just kidding. I can check really quick. Yeah. So um, I mean, just you know, things like that. But wrists tend to be the biggest, um, just because like you know you're kind of holding it with one hand, mm -hmm. supporting with the other one. Yeah. Um, that's prob and also the same thing being in front of the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I um, think the main thing for me is just like being on the computer all week. And right. like hours on end and um, there are like busy hair seasons like in the fall where I've had like numbness on my fingers mm -hmm. and on the wrist and things like that so I've definitely had to get that checked out before and that really scared me I was like no I'm not that's not happening to me Jesus and that's definitely like neck upper back mm -hmm. um, and usually when it comes down to kind of poor posture that's one of the first places where it shows up wow. but it can translate into pain and discomfort and like changing changes in sensation all the way into the you know the hands and fingertips yeah and stuff. Well, so quick fact uh <laughs> the canon 70 200 lens weights 3.26 pounds which is <laughs> a lot <laughs> And just know, for the lens. <laughs> just for the lens <laughs> just oh so that's the lens that's not the body no the okay. Canon Mark V is about 30 ounces. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that's like, you're looking at like three, what, three to five pounds per, depending on the lens. Yeah. 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 Um, but if you're holding it for 10 hours. <laughs> well, like not only are you holding it for 10 hours, but you're also holding it like away from your body. You're not always holding it like super close to your body, um, which, the more you remove it from, you know, the center of gravity from like the midline of your body, you're actually, your body's interpreting as adding more weight to it. Mm. Same thing with our heads. And this is kind of, I kind of talk about the posture thing in so many different ways. For every inch that our head moves forward of our shoulders, you double the weight. Mm. So, and kind of, it, it's a similar thing uh, when you're, you know, holding a piece of equipment for a long time. The more you move away from the midline of the body, the more weight your body's interpreting, your brain is interpreting it as. Does so, that make sense? So is that as far as like your posture, like what you're saying with the head? Yeah. Okay. So you guys who are listening <laughs> to this are not going to be able to see it. But so like with that forward head posture, uh -huh. so for every inch forward, your brain interprets as your head being like twice the Double. weight than it actually oh is. And I'm here like, oh, yeah, we're both like hunched over. <laughs> and this is the worst. This is one of those times where everybody's like, just kind of pulls their shoulders back <laughs> and pulls their head back. Like, just kidding, I'm going to do that. Yeah, for sure. What are some of the things that we can do at home as a photographer um, to kind of help ease typical photographer's pain? <laughs> I mean, the big thing is having an ergonomic setup um, at the computer. Because mm -hmm. you guys probably, even though you have long days of shooting, you probably spend four times more time in front of the computer every right. week. Mm -hmm. So um, having an ergonomic setup um, for like with your computer station, mm -hmm. um, being aware of, of your posture, um, those are really kind of the big things to do to avoid some of these kind of pain points. And the ergonomic setup is really like making sure that the screen is at eye level, the center of the screen is at eye level, 
and then the rest of the body, all the big joints are at 90 degree angles. So shoulders to elbows to hands, mm -hmm. hips to knees to ankles. So everything is at 90 degrees. Um, making sure you're sitting in an upright posture so that the spine is in neutral. Making sure you're sitting on sit bones. We usually, <laughs> every time you say something, we adjust. <laughs> um, making sure you're sitting on sit bones because that's a big thing. Like we tend to kind of slump down, tuck our tailbone under, mm. and then we actually end up sitting more on our glute muscles versus the actual bones oh. that keep our spine in neutral. Wow. wow. I never knew that. I always yeah. thought like, you know, right. sitting so on the bones. I've heard that like in yoga. <laughs> Oh, for, yeah. for you to like adjust. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And the same thing, it's the same thing with um, like just regular sitting, you know, in a chair. I feel like those are kind of the big things. Mm -hmm. um, and then in terms of posture, keeping the spine in neutral, making sure your head doesn't push in front of the shoulders, kind of the ears, you want the ears to be aligned with the top of the shoulders. And... Yeah, that's okay. Definitely <laughs> so, avoiding that like slumping mm, in the neck. Yeah. What about some stretches? I mean, I know we can't like, <laughs> visualize it, but like I know there are some stretches that are pretty helpful, right? Yeah. I mean, and really any of the stretches that I would recommend would be like make making sure you're starting out in a good upright position. Okay. I mean, you can you can do anything from like gently like from a seated position, gently rotating to one side, um, toward one side of the body and then the other, um, stretching your arms overhead, going to the side on both sides. Um, also one, and I feel like I do this in front of a computer a lot, um, uh, like pulling your shoulders up to your ears mm -hmm. because they're not actually supposed to be there <laughs> and then pulling them all the way down as if you're like, if, as if you have weights in your hands mm -hmm. and then pulling those shoulders all the way down. So just to kind of, you know, keep the shoulders moving. And the big thing is like making sure you're taking breaks. Mm. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you get up every 15, 20 minutes, walk around a little bit. Um, because our brain gets used to being in a certain position for a long time. And we really want to kind of not allow it to get into that pattern. So, mm. you know, people have been doing like the wobble stools recently. Um, have you guys tried those? Wobble stools? I've tried the exercise ball. Yep. So the exercise ball is another one, but there's actually like, they call them like literally wobble stools. Oh, I've and never so heard of that. They don't have like legs that you put them on. They kind of have a rounded bottom. So you sit on it and the whole time that you're sitting on it, you have to engage your, <laughs> your core. Your core. Uh -huh. And it's kind of a similar thing with like sitting on the ball. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to... Um, you know, engage your core and watch your I'm posture. I'm here like doing this <laughs> swinging chair, kind of engaging my core and yeah. trying to follow the instructions. <laughs> so how often would you recommend chiropractic, uh, chiropractic care, um, especially for photographers, videographers, or in general even? So usually, um, typically when I start with a new patient, um, I tend to see him a little bit more often in the beginning so we can kind of figure out what all their needs are, figuring out how, to, how their body's responding to care and all of that. And then kind of under regular wellness maintenance care, we tip, it always depends on somebody's lifestyle and you know what they're doing. With most photographers, I would typically see them, you know, once or twice a month. Mm 
um, during the busy season, probably even more than that, just kind of depending on what you know their shooting schedule looks like, what their editing schedule looks like. Um, kind of during the busy season, like even maybe once a week, just yeah. because, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. lots of wear and tear on the body and we want to make sure that they're able to, you know, rebound and be able to have a good high energy and mm-hmm. all of that. So. so can you actually feel when a person has worked a little bit harder? <laughs> Absolutely. <me>. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel um, like every time I go to the chiropractor, they're like, you're so tense. I'm like, I'm, every time I come here, I'm like, my muscles are so tense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell, um, you can definitely tell. So even though, you know, like you're not digging a ditch per se, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, I kind of equate like being in front of the computer because that's what a lot of people are doing these days. Mm -hmm. Being in front of the computer kind of and improper posture being what like smoking was in the 80s. So this is like the new epidemic that we're dealing with in terms of lifestyle. Um, And then it's like, it sounds so cliche, <laughs> but it really, I mean, it really is. And we're seeing it with, we're seeing it with kids. We're seeing it with, you know, just younger people. And I feel like every year we see it younger and younger each time because, you know, our kids are, whether we like it or not, our kids are still plugged in in some shape or form, you know? Yeah. Um, so that kind of has an effect. And that's also why we see kids, as you know. <laughs> Um, that's also why we take care of, you know, young kids, not just because of those things, but, you know, just as they're going through life and, you know, all the things that they do to their bodies. So how young can somebody be when they start, you know, to come see you? Well, like minutes old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have, I mean, I have adjusted babies that were literally minutes old. So is it something that's like, very recommend I mean not recommend but like necessary or is it more like I don't know is there like trauma that we need to fix as soon as they're born or so the birth process um even like the most natural like would you imagine like you know (laughs) candle lights and water birth and all that the babies still have to go through um like the vaginal canal canal, yep and uh birth canal (laughs) (laughs) um but they, um, the babies still go through the birth canal and that there's a lot of pushing and pulling. There's a lot of um, pressure that's put on the baby as they exit. Mm-hmm. And so starting babies really young actually helps, helps their development, helps their growth, um, and also like makes it easier as they learn, you know, to crawl, to sit, to crawl, to walk and all mm-hmm. of that. Okay. Um, the great thing about starting babies with chiropractic care really young is that um, there's less issues to kind of fix later down the road, um, which is always nice. Um, but it just kind of gives them a really good start in life and um, to kind of undo some of those things that happen really early on. So, How often would you see a, like a, a newborn and then with you babies? With newborns, the, you know, the, the adjustments for little kids always look totally different than what they look like for adults. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very gentle. It's, um, I always say like we get so excited about the newborn adjustments, but he doesn't look like anything <laughs> <laughs> because there's, you know, like usually it just looks like me holding, um, you know, their head or working on their pelvis, but it's, it's literally just kind of sustained contact. We just kind of hold them. There's um, no popping. 
No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It's okay. not scary. It's nothing. It's just, it literally, I'm literally holding them. Okay. So um, usually babies and kids, we kind of see like once or twice a month. Um, and the bigger kids, it's more because, you know, they're sports. Sports, they're running around. Yeah. I mean, I know my son's three and a half and like there's no surface that his body doesn't touch at any given time. <laughs> so just kind of undoing those like little injuries that happen along the way. Yeah. So you also practice Reiki, right? I do. Tell us a little bit about what Reiki is, how it works, and you know, why somebody should come see you for Reiki. Okay. So uh, Reiki is form of energy work. Um, it can be, it's kind of like laying of the hands. Um, we may or may not actually touch the body, um, but it is, uh, when I say energy work, it's really kind of universal energy that is being channeled through me as a practitioner. So it is not my energy. It is not energy from anywhere other than the universe. So um, I just kind of work as a vessel. And so our goal is to help relieve some of that extra tension in the body, um, allow um, the client to kind of get more grounded. And a lot of times, one of the first things that they will feel is warmth under my hands. Um, and so just kind of help them get more grounded, more centered um, as we you know, kind of work on healing. Um, I just facilitate, it's kind of the same thing with chiropractic care too. Like I just facilitate the healing but the client themselves actually makes the magic happen. Hmm. Interesting. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I love uh, Reiki. I started doing Reiki with Tiana and I did feel the warmth and I did close my eyes and see different waves of color. Yes. Um, it was great when I didn't bring my kids with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was very relaxing, but now I bring my kids and my husband with. But it's something uh, that I truly believe in because I have told my clients before that um, just like people used to say that their extra ingredient for making food would be love and that's why it tastes so good. Mm. Sometimes I feel it is important that you are in a good mood with good energy to edit um, clients' photos and to take their photos too because when I'm editing especially, I feel like I'm infusing some of the energy <laughs> into the photos <laughs> I'm editing. That's true. Um, and it may sound silly, but I feel it does change how the client per perceives when they receive uh, the gallery, uh, they, they perceive uh, the session or the wedding or my services. So it's not so anything of official, it's just how I feel in my head. So I love coming here and doing Reiki because I feel like it kind of renews that energy and I can uh, put into my client's work. I love, I, I love that description, that's like the best thing. <laughs> Because, I mean, it, it, I think it does make a difference. You're kind of creating that, like, that extra connection with them, mm -hmm. even though, like, they're not... They don't even know about it most right. of the time. <laughs> but I, I mean, but I think, like, even for you, like, it kind of creates that extra connection to, like, the work that you're producing. That's cool. So, right now, we're going through this pandemic. How much more important do you think it is to be able to take care of everybody even more, including, you know, chiropractic service? Um, I do think it's huge right now. There's a lot of focus on, you know, like hand washing and wearing masks and doing all these kind of external things mm -hmm. to take care of ourselves and take care of our families. Um, and one thing I 
do wish we kind of put more focus on would be about what we're doing to our body internally. Yeah. So um, getting adjusted is a great way to help boost our immune system up to like 200%. Wow. So um, dealing with this pandemic and, you know, this kind of a threat to our immune system to begin with, yeah. it's a great way to kind of consistently take care of our body and boost our immune system, make sure our brain is con well connected to our body and it's doing what it needs to be doing. Um, so I do think it plays a really big role. Um, in, and on top of it, also like making sure, you know, we're eating well and staying hydrated and, you know, taking extra supplements to continue to kind of build on that because all of those things influence our immune system. Wow. Um, also like getting rest. How are you guys doing with that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were just talking about this morning that yeah. nobody, none of us actually had, had a good night. Yeah. yeah, she's pregnant, by the way. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. So, <laughs> Congratulations. probably because of that. And yeah. I have children, so it's been very difficult <laughs> to fall asleep. But yeah. that's another thing, too. I think most of my our listeners, um, they will be women or mothers or... Um, you know, people that may have any interest in um, becoming pregnant or they have children or they are pregnant. Mm -hmm. So how important is chiropractic care for people who are trying to conceive, that are expecting and then postpartum? So um, I, I, work, I work with quite a few moms who are trying to get pregnant and um, it's a great kind of foundation to lay down before you actually get pregnant um, because it's a good way to um, just kind of prepare your body, um, kind of help boost the immune system, uh, make sure that the connection between the brain and the rest of the body is working really well. So much of, so much of like the actual um, like hormonal side of getting pregnant happens in the brain. Mm -hmm. So making sure that the brain is well connected to the rest of the body, that the nervous system is at 100% plays a really huge role in that. So um, so yeah, like from kind of the get-go before you even get pregnant, it's really important that all of those things are firing at 100%. Um, and then during pregnancy, that's one of my specialties is taking care of moms during pregnancy, um, making sure that they're properly aligned in terms of the pelvis, both the bones, ligaments, tendons, muscles, all of that, um, so that um, labor times are reduced, the pregnancy is more comfortable, the baby's in optimal positioning mm -hmm. um, for their grand exit. Um, and then postpartum, when your days become about nursing the baby, holding the baby, you know, all of those kinds of things, making sure that you're kind of going back to that posture, making sure that you're still properly aligned, mm -hmm. that we counteract the stresses that kind of transfer from like the pelvis during pregnancy to the upper back when you're holding and nursing wow. and feeding and all of this things. <laughs> um, and then helping moms recover, um, helping moms recover postpartum and being able to, you know, keep their energy levels up and all of that. So. Awesome. <laughs> Is, I think we're about heading to the end here. Is there okay. anything else you'd like to let our listeners know about your services? I mean, you guys kind of <laughs> covered it all. I do, um, bef 
Well, since I've had a child, it's kind of changed, but I also am a doula and a childbirth educator. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I talk to um, all my parents about is um, as they're you know preparing for pregnancy and postpartum, we talk a lot about some things to um, you know mentally prepare and physically prepare for you know both labor and delivery and postpartum. So that's amazing. That's one thing I enjoy. I definitely need to talk to you after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if somebody's interested in actually coming visit you and book with you, what do they yeah. have to do? Um, so one of the easiest things to do is to find my website, which is healthybeingwellness.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram. Um, please don't look at my TikTok. It is. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to see dancing. I can guarantee you that. Um, but you can pretty much find me on any social media under Healthy Being Wellness. Um, but the easiest really is to um, get on my website and you can book online and or you can call or text me at 770-609-5544. And for those who are not lo local to us, because we are here in Marietta, Georgia, yes. um, how can they find a chiropractor that they can trust? How is it just like Google and find whoever is closer to you? Or is there something that they should know about it? Um, you know, oh man, that's kind of a loaded <laughs> question. Um, I mean, one of probably one of the easiest ways to find a chiropractor that works for you is really kind of the word of word of mouth and um, kind of connecting with people that are either in a similar field as you or you know um, word of mouth tends to be probably the easiest way to kind of get the word out um, and find somebody that would work for you. Um, there's I know like for pregnancy um, for pregnancy and postpartum care. Um, there's the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, which is ICPA number four kids.org. And um, you can find a chiropractor in your area that's certified specifically in like pregnancy and um, pediatric care. But other than that, um, you know, kind of putting the word out in your area and finding somebody that works with you or, you know, works with other photographers, creatives. Um, is probably a good way to go about it. That's good. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us for the interview today. So Thank great. you, ladies. I really appreciate you so for having much me. information. Yeah, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Need more encouragement? Make sure to check our website, www.benditheart.com. See you next time. See ya.